Hello, hello there, everybody. It's been a fucking while. At least it feels like it on our end. Hello there, everyone. This is Movies Are Real for the month of August and September because we do these in twos now. <laughs> because, uh, you know, there's there, no movies. There are no movies. Movies are hanging in there, baby. <laughs> movies are no longer real. <laughs> uh, this is George Cruz. I'm here with Ryan Lance. That's my name. Uh, Carrie Lyles. Woo! <laughs> um, yes, the movies in the time that in the in the time that we last recorded, movies came back and then they disappeared again. <laughs> At least for us in Nebraska. At least I know, for us I know here there's in... places in the world where movies are real again. They have been embraced, but not here. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, we got some stuff that we saw in a theater. Uh, we got some stuff that is like came out in streaming. And uh, and then more streaming stuff, and then just stuff we watched randomly. Yeah, theaters were open for a good two weeks. <laughs> it had to be a weeks. month. Two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a full month. Really? Uh, it definitely was not. Oh, interesting. Because I was about, I was like one, I was like one day away from being. Actually, the day they closed again here, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Nothing short again. I'll go see Tenet again. Looked at my phone. <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> Oh man! Mm, oh well. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, yeah. Carrie, the first movie. Yeah, before you, we get to the told, movie that was supposed to save us, <laughs> you told us on this podcast that like you don't give a crap. You, the first movie you see with theaters open was gonna be a Russell Crowe's, Russell Crowe's the hit, the unhinged, <laughs> unhinged starring Russell Crowe, and you, you did it. I did it. I fulfilled I my short term like, goal. I think that was like the day they opened. You were like, I'm there. I'm, I, in. I'm here. <laughs> Let me in. I'm on Hinge. <laughs> I think on Hinge, I love Hinge came before a tenant, even, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the week before. That That's what saved <laughs> cinema. <laughs> and look at cinema. Welcome. And. Yeah, okay, Carrie, so tell I... us about the movie that brought you back in. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, for those who don't know, uh, Unhinge has stars Russell Crowe. Uh, this uh, woman and her child are like driving in like traffic or whatever, and he like she like what she do like cuts she's, her off, it cuts him off. She's running late. She's already had a bad morning, okay. and uh, she's trying to. Her before her, she had her morning. She coffee. hasn't had her coffee, and uh, her best client. I think she's a hairstylist or something. Her best client just canceled and fired her, and now her son's gonna be late for school, and she's trying to turn onto this road. And it's a red light, and then the light turns green, and she's behind this truck, and he's not going. The light's green, but he's not going. So she honks at him, and she does one of those crazy person honks where she just lays on the horn for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't move, and then she just angrily goes around him. And then he pulls up next to her at a, the next red light, and he's like, uh, You ever heard of a courtesy tap? Blah, blah, blah. And they have this whole exchange, and she's like, I've had a bad day. And he's like, Well, I'm sorry, so have I. Meanwhile, this morning, Russell Crowe had just, uh, like, burnt down the house of his ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, Do not talk to me about that. So, so they encounter each other. And uh, Russell Crowe's like, all right, well, I'm genuinely sorry. And if you could just apologize to me, we could move on. And she's like, no. And then drives away. And then he spends the rest of the movie attempting to murder her and her entire family and ruin her life. You see, where this movie loses me (laughs) is I feel like if Russell Crowe burnt down the house of his ex-wife, he'd be feeling pretty good. I'd be. I'd be like, yeah. He was just on edge, Ryan. (laughs) 
It's like it's like that's that you know that's just like a one thing off your checklist. It's done. You did it. It's so feeling good. It's Why so... commit your whole day to doing that? But you know that's, because he's a little that's... crazy. So it's right? a ridiculous. So, so it's a ridiculous concept, and it oh, sounds yeah. like uh, it delivers on it's, that. It's so funny, and it's one hundred percent like <laughs> just extremely like aware of what it is. Yeah, and it's just everyone's overreacting no one is correct in this situation it's just amazing and as someone who genuinely loves when people get hit by cars in films and it's supposed to be suspenseful and or shocking this film delivers mm, interesting it's, well, so, and it's so funny uh me and me and greg were the only well there was two other people in the theater behind us and me and greg were just dying the entire film laughing and losing our shit and being generally uproarious and disruptive and it was awesome <laughs> those people like they went like finally back to theaters such a good time couldn't watch us watch a spooky thriller and then like there's these two idiots are in front of them just laughing their way through a serious <laughs> drama about a man with mental issues. Oh please! <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so fucking funny. Highly recommend. I will be buying this on Blu-ray and probably <laughs> bringing it over here to force you guys. I to will watch. be buying the Steel Book. I'm oh, that committed. <laughs> it's great. It's a fun movie, and uh, some people don't like it because they said it was mean spirited, and I'm like, duh. <laughs> Sorry. So I I just loved all the because I remember you sent us a tweet in our group message about how it was some article saying how Unhinged was going to be one of the first movies back in theaters and all the replies were like I don't think I need a movie about an angry white guy right now <laughs> and I was just like I uh, all right okay <laughs> but, but it was very funny all so right I for one really would like <laughs> <laughs> me personally I can't speak for anyone else but Gary Lyles would enjoy a movie about an angry sad sack just taking it out on the world because he's having a bad day so speaking the, of an angry sad sack <laughs> yeah so the movie that was supposed to say uh, yeah angry the angry sad second question being Christopher note Bolin <laughs> uh tenant is out in the world and now well not anymore but uh came out in certain parts of the world it might still be the only movie showing in, in certain parts of the world yeah maybe um actually i don't there's a like, fucking cheap ass fucking dollar theater uh where the old hooters used to be here by the half price books mm-hmm. oh, uh that yes. place is probably still playing tenant That's probably true. i didn't even think about that yeah place. <laughs> last time i drove past that i know they're showing bill and ted and still sonic the hedgehog and fantasy island oh, i think they've been yeah. showing the same movies since february but you know what? i go see fantasy island <laughs> uh you did uh, no, I watched. I mean, I watched it at home. I would go see it. Oh, the okay. <laughs> Anyways, Tenant. Tenant. The same thing forwards as it is backwards. <gasps> um, spoilers. Um, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it's a movie about time. It's a Christopher Nolan. I think this is. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's like an action movie. I don't know. It's like yeah. It's like what if Inception, but again. <laughs> what if Inception? But we explained the thing a lot more, and they did that a lot in Inception. Mm-hmm. So that's something. And they just told you, don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's my favorite part. Do not think about it. Now it's actually a lot more fun we if you don't think about it. We live in a Twilight world. Oh yeah, we live in a Twilight world, yes. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. It's again of time fucking. It's it's time terrorists. They have yes. guns that go back in time. Sometimes they can go back in time, but look inverted. Right, and there so are like, points what's... in the points in the world where these like fucking turntable fucking weird ass bank things. I don't know how you describe like fucking back in the day. I don't know if they still have these. Back in the day when I was a child, the Taco Bell for some reason there was a little slot. Where they would put the Taco Bell in the drive-thru, like they, like a lockbox. Like it was a fucking bank. This seems like pre-COVID <laughs> measures. To make yeah, sure it's safe yeah, for you. yeah. And then you would like they would like put it in and they would take it out. And for some reason that's what this reminded me of. <laughs> Just like this weird mechanism where you would go through it and you would go like a reverse, like time is in like reverse. Mm-hmm. Um and uh where, where everything's everything's now going backwards. By the people, if you go in there, you're still kind of perceiving things normally. Yes. But everything around you is weird, and you have to wear the little thing on your breathing because you're everything's like uh, yeah, everything's like yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and so if something were like to lit on fire, it would get very cold or whatever the yeah, fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's it is definitely fun when you don't think about it. It's very as soon, yes. as, soon as like as soon as like people. The main characters, the protagonists, some <laughs> the protagonists, some may say. <laughs> as yeah. soon as like they're starting to go backwards, you kind of like understand a lot of the build up that it's been doing before, and like what they're going to do yep. with it. And you're like, this is going to be really fun, and it happens, and like, okay, that is really fun, and that's just kind of what the movie is, at least to me. It's just pretty fun. Yeah, I don't. Think, I think it's it's the Christopher Nolan. He's not breaking any new ground, even for him. No. This is like, which is weird because like a movie about you know time travel, you know, usually it's like, wow, this is crazy. But like for Christopher Nolan, it's like, oh, again, that's his thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, R- relax. So David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, Kenneth Branagh. I didn't realize it was Kenneth Branagh until my yeah. second time watching oh, it. What? How do you not just recognize Kenneth Branagh um, on sight? He's one of the best actors of all time, George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Washington has been given this mis- mission to fucking uh, go, he fucking says Tenet and be like, ah, fucking a war that hasn't so- happened yet. Uh, and so he's all like, you gotta go stop this, you gotta go find where these guns came from, and then Robert Pattinson comes like, hey, what's up, man, I've never met you in my entire fucking life, this is crazy, what's up, anyways, you like this and this, right, we're gonna go do that, alright, cool, sounds good, and they do a, a fucking Christopher Nolan-ass fucking bungee jump-ass fucking oh, nonsense. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, Elizabeth Debicki is married to Kenneth Branagh, who's not the nicest guy in this movie. No. She doesn't marry a lot of nice guys in movies, no. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, and she husband. has son who she loves. Yeah. Yes, apparently. I am, I am woman, I love son. I love son Carrie, so one much. One of my favorite... There was a lot of good bits in this movie. One of my favorite bits that we did is when she's like at the school and you're, and you're like, Brian, that she was standing no- with she was standing with her like eight year old son outside of the elementary school, and, and I was like, yeah, that guy's actually six feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a normal size man. man. <laughs> Elizabeth Debicki's just that tall. She is. My other favorite bit. And like I think about this bit way more than I should is when Robert Pattinson is holding a man to gunpoint and he's he's eating food. He's like, "Don't let it get cold." I don't know why. That's really funny. I love it a lot. It's a good bit. I can't think of that moment. It's, it's like it's after it's they after do the, they bungee do the jump. reverse bungee jump and oh. uh, though David Washington is talking. John David. Oh, that, okay. Yes, the yes, lady, I remember. And then yeah. Christopher yes, it cuts. But, but it cuts to Robert him. Pattinson. It cuts to him at the security room, and he's like, "Don't let it get cold." And like it cut, pans to the security yeah, guy easy. who's like eating spaghetti. Yeah, or spaghetti. Something. 
Um, oh my god. I gotta I, be honest. God, I, gotta, I wish that I were gotta me. gotta be honest, guys. I don't remember like 90% of this movie. I mean, there's, I think it left my brain. I, mean, I saw it the second time. I got a lot more of it. I still have a lot of questions about the MacGuffin thing because I don't understand. Yeah. But, anyways, we don't have to go you through that. You and I have talked about the MacGuffin multiple times. Yeah, it still doesn't make it's sense. Like, I, yeah, I definitely want to watch it again just because, like, it's fun and it's. On my it's list of 2020 movies, it's definitely higher than it should be, but like it's, it's what fun. higher than fucking Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, look, I'm at this point, I really want to put Sonic the Hedgehog at like the lowest, just out of spite. But, spite. but one movie that came out this month, like that's the lowest. I like we'll it. It's that. fine. Uh, it's funny. I don't think I. What have I seen? Have I seen some? Has George seen a movie with Elizabeth Debicki in it? Have you uh, seen Widows? No. Yeah, that's did what you, you said. Watch Cloverfield Paradox? No. Because oh, I was like, I've never seen this woman in my entire life. I feel like she was in something else. Hold on. I feel like Let if you look... She's if got you, a very rich wife look to her. If, yeah, she if, does. If you, if you look up, you will definitely see her. She's okay. that tall. Oh, she was she was Jordan Baker in The Great Gatsby, the Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Great, the oh, that checks lady. out. Okay, oh, yeah, that she makes was sense. in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. She oh, was yeah, the she go- was the gold lady. Gold she's lady. the gold lady. Okay. I forgot she was in The Great Gatsby. Yeah. She was in Valerian as oh, probably course. an alien. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, Tenet is so stupid. It's like a it's like video game quality ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's like a naughty dog ass action game like it's the, just, the main character's name is the protagonist like the protagonist and then yeah like it makes me think of uh, unhinged russell crowe's character didn't have a name he was just the man <laughs> the man and i think it's i mean watching it in a movie being this for me the first movie i saw in a movie theater at like with some loud ass speakers like i had a good time like yeah, oh yeah same. but it's, it's fun also like it's not like the fucking second coming of a fucking cinema or yeah. the shit i don't know Anyways, it's fine. Robert Pattinson's good in it. I love Robert Pattinson. It's very. Yeah, I like him. I like the fucking <laughs> Travis Scott song. Uh, and I also like that Travis yeah. Scott is the song for Tenet. That's really funny to me. Tenet. Bet it. Also, this movie starts off with the most fucking Dark Knight Rises ass intro. Yeah, it, does. it was like, man, this is a Christopher Nolan movie, all right? I guess. <laughs> I'm just. I'm glad he made this instead of like Dunkirk. Sure, totally. Because like Dunkirk is that's a movie boring. I don't know. I remember anything about. Um, they're in a boat Kenneth at some Branagh point. And they're sh- is also in they're it. shooting it. They're they're stuck uh, and they need the civil c- civilian boats. Uh, Killian, Mur- Killian, Killian Murphy, Murphy pushes a kid down some stairs and he dies. Oh yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes. That's my favorite part of that movie. You kill. <laughs> he's an orphan and he's like, I gotta prove myself to my family. They're gonna read about me in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed him down five stairs and he dies. <laughs> Anyways, those, those new mutants over there, what are they up to? Uh, they, they are finally out in the bow. Finally. This movie filmed in 2016. Christ. Simpler times. Yeah, simpler times. I wonder what happened that year. And Attila Joy's going places. Would that have been the same time as Split? Or would that have been after? Split was the next year. Split was 2016. Right? I don't remember. Yes. It was either twenty no split twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. So it was it was split and Taylor. Like what was Anna Taylor? No, which 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 was yeah. like uh, which was like huh, who's this? Um. Anyways, damn. young Anna Taylor Joy. We <laughs> she got just did that. Maisie Williams here. We got Charlie Heaton and Josh Boone. Josh Boone directed it. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Josh Boone, Fault of Our Stars, Fame. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So these mutants. Um, What's up with them? I've never heard of them before. What's that? These guys are like. Uh, they're, they're new. 
There, nah, yeah. that can't be it. Um, I don't but, know. But yeah, this movie, this movie, <laughs> I'm getting so much information. This movie, was filmed, this movie. This movie was filmed years ago before Fox was bought out by Disney. Yes. it was gonna be reshot because for some reason a producer was like, "This is the worst thing." I watched 9/11, and this is the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And like they were gonna reshoot it, but then like the acquisition thing started happening, so like, let's hold off. Because first off, we got to reshoot this Dark Phoenix movie because that's the priority, apparently. And then, like, this kept getting delayed and, like, no one thought it was real. I didn't think it no. was real. I definitely thought and it was real. And then it fake. came out and, like, it's the most okay it's movie I've ever seen. It's the most seen the planet. It's, it's like, fine. There's nothing offensive about it. Ryan, you said, like, some like one guy kept the whole thing well, up. I feel like, like, it has I to be feel it. like <laughs> one guy saw this and, like, their kid hated it. Yeah. Like, for some reason, like, I hated it. I don't like how those new mutants were so new. <laughs> but, like, I like it's just nothing. And, like, I like... It's not Dark Phoenix. No, thank God. <laughs> I but, remember in the trailers, it played up that it seemed like a horror movie. Was it like that There's, like, it there's some, some spooky guys it in it. That's oh. the idea. Like, the concept is, like, it's these... Five like mutant kids. Um, they're teenagers, and like in you know the X Men world, you start getting your X Men mutant powers like around like teenage about teenage years, like a puberty thing. Yeah, so like a really great time when your bodies are also dealing with changes to also you know grow wings, <laughs> you know really convenient <laughs> stuff. So they're going to this like school for like kid young kids to like help them deal with mm -hmm. that stuff. And it's like really shitty. Yeah, it's really shitty. And so everyone's like, well, clearly there's, there's this is Professor some... Xavier is fucking yeah, shitty. He, yeah, even though like it's clearly, it's <laughs> obviously not Professor Xavier who's, you know, Patrick Stewart, the nicest man alive. Yeah. Even though in all the X-Men movies, all the problems are caused by him doing something <laughs> badly. It's In reality, it's like a private military fucking thing that takes mutants as weapons and shit. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But um, this, this new mutant uh, who's played by <laughs> Blue Hunt... Um, she starts going to this place and some kind of spooky stuff starts happening. And mm -hmm. it's you know, Native it's American. Native we'll American. I hope she's actually Native American. I think she actually I mean, is. she seemed like it. She seemed like it. Um, but I did like how they, you know, had some diversity yeah. stuff in there. That's always cool. And I mentioned see. it's more important because that's what the character is and mm -hmm. because it appears like that's the actress. But also they do, they vary. The, the, the nightmarish stuff is happening because her power is that she can... Take your fucking like worst nightmare or whatever and make it real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so like there's a bunch of weird shit that's happening, and it turns out that we find out that that's her power. Mm -hmm. And so fucking. I feel like it's obvious the whole time that th that she's the one doing it, but no one's like just like commenting on it. Yeah. But, you know whatever. And Anne Taylor Joy, I guess, was like fucking haunted by these really creepy pervert pedophile yeah, monster I, people like they, they, smiley they starring had very, fucking, they had very slender man energy yeah very weird smiley starring fucking what's his fucking name shane, shane dawson, dawson baby <laughs> toby journalist, turner what's journalist he extraordinaire shane <laughs> dawson um let's see Maisie williams no but haunted. seriously they looked like smiley guy yeah <laughs> Maisie williams was haunted by a priest and that kind of yes. made sense her her main powers was like she was basically just a werewolf she's just a werewolf oh. yeah that's kind of fun she's like a gay and taylor joy's power hell yeah <laughs> and taylor joy's power was like cool viking cool lady vi yeah and like she could like open do a door to a dimension and like, get, like a metallic yeah. arm and like a power it's really cool ghost sword. Yeah. It's like how do some people are all like I have wings? 
I could open a portal to hell. And, and I like, turn into, I like, a fucking god. Into, yeah. I can turn into a frog. It's like, uh... <laughs> Uh, she's got a puppet uh, what was the puppet oh yeah she had a puppet that like was actually like the being from that other dimension yes that's my problem with the fucking mutants and x-men some of them have like just powers and some of them are like i'm just jesus <laughs> and like it's so weird like scarlet witch from the comics she's yes. a mutant and there's a whole comic book art where she just destroys the entire world because yes. she ha that's her power and that's weird to me um, what was else? Uh, there was also the fire guy. Yes, he turns into. He um, and Charlie out. Hunnam was not Charlie. Was it Charlie Hunnam? Not Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Heaton. Charlie Heaton. Yeah, Charlie another guy. Strange, like, oh, this movie sounds worse now. Yeah. Uh, Stranger <laughs> Things guy. Um, he's he like he quick, like went fast. He's like Quicksilver. Quicks like but like he like he like 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 ricochet like there's not a like yes force. that's a yeah a lot of force but yeah, yeah, yeah he went yes, fast yes, yes, he couldn't yes. control it it was like it was like a ball it's going like a ball in like, motion but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they they all had really interesting powers and that's what i liked about like the newer x-men movies because they were had to like make more deeper cuts um as that's the other thing about this movie like it's really small concept oh all they yeah. considered like it's an hour and a half and like you're introduced to these characters like man this shit's going wrong and then shit goes very wrong, and they're yeah. like, "You gotta kill this nightmare lady. Like, she's not working out." Yeah. And like, again, she's Native American, so she has like this bear spirit thing. She's and, like, scared I of hope, bears. I hope that's all done well. Yes, I yeah. hope. Again, it was like this feels a little on the nose, but well, I don't think I'm, you're doing I'm it. I'm gonna best. hope it's all done. I'm well. going to assume <laughs> it's done right. The culture's interested. I'm gonna hope that they're doing it justice because I'm not one to say. I'm not one to say otherwise. Yeah. But it, I appreciate it surface level. Anyways, oh uh, yeah, she's. she's like ah the bear inside of you whatever the hell there's I'm... two bears inside of exactly. you exactly yes gay. yes the other one's guess what it's also gay you're gay um and so but yeah it's fine it's fine i'd probably watch it again it's fine yeah it's... why the hell was this delayed 18 times i don't get it i don't get it either. wasn't ready was it the gayness because it honestly it wasn't gay enough it wasn't actually no so I don't oh know. yeah and then like the the guy who wrote the New Mutants comic books had like, problems with it. Um, they also misspelled his names in the credits. Oh, and like he went on, he went on, he went on Twitter, and I was like, I, I love how this movie came out uh, four years late, and they still misspelled my name. But like he also had problems with like um, the uh, the fire character. He's uh, Brazilian, and like yes. uh, they cast it. It, he wore as like a dark skinned Brazilian person and like the cast of a very light skinned oh, Brazilian person. Okay. You know, I don't know enough about Brazil's, you know, I get it. Yes, yes, stuff. Yes. Yep. So maybe other people would say that. That makes sense. That was something he was not a big fan of. Um, Interesting. I think there was some other like things that they changed about the way the characters look that he wasn't a big fan of. But yeah, he was not a big fan of it. And like the name thing is like, this just is the icing on the cake. That's so funny. Um, but yeah. It's fine. His name is like Mick something, but they called him Max something in the credits. And it's like, what's like, that's so, what the hell, guys? It's a Google search. How do you do that? Whatever. But yeah, it's fine. Come it's fine. HBO Max. It's Great. probably worth a watch, honestly. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Carrie would like the ending. I'm not gonna say it because oh. I'm excited for her to see it and be like, oh. There are two bears. <laughs> Anyways. Big Carrie energy. So, Carrie, you saw this in the theater, right? Yes. Uh, you cannot kill David Arquette. Uh, you guys will need to explain this to me because you were talking about it and I was like, I 
and honestly, so I saw this. So I saw this in the Alamo. I assume that's how you also discovered it because it was in the Alamo. Like what? Like well, Alamo's open. What are they showing? Uh, Greg's brother recommended it to him, and then Greg told me he wanted to watch it, and then I got the email that it was playing, and I was like, oh shit, here's that thing. So I saw, and for some reason, I just been off from wrestling in a minute that I just was like, yeah, yeah, David Arquette, I get it. But anyways, so David Arquette. Uh, and I had no idea about any of so this. So yeah, so David David Arquette, known very much for his performance in Scream yes. as a cop. Um, and I honestly don't know what else David Arquette was <laughs> oh, in. Cop. Apart from the movie that uh, motivates David Arquette a lot uh, is Ready to Rumble, which is a movie where uh, they like his character gets involved with WCW, which at the time, the 90s, was the uh, sort of the... The uh, Pepsi Cola, Pepsi to uh, WWE's Coca Cola, mm-hmm. so the competing brand of uh, programming, um, and one for, to promote the movie, they were all like, "What if David Arquette gets the world title? What if he becomes the world heavyweight champion at this pay per view? Wouldn't that be crazy?" Uh, and so they go ahead with it, they do it. and, and David, it goes over really well. It goes well. over Everyone's very really well. Happy about it. David Arquette, world heavyweight champion. Ric Flair, <laughs> Buddy Rogers, all David Arquette. Um, and, and, and it's all stupid because it's wrestling. Like, hey, in reality, it's all dumb. But the world heavyweight title is one of the more history-wide. Like, yeah. it is like it's been around for a long fucking time. But it's still wrestling. Even I, as someone who enjoys wrestling, the prestigiousness of a title is like who cares? Anyways, uh, after th- after that movie came out, uh, David Arquette was sort of seen as a joke, I guess. Yeah. Then like his career never fully recovered from and that people, moment. People were like assuming that he was disrespecting wrestling. And that so whatever. like both people hated him. Yeah. So like he can't. Yeah, and he and he genuinely loved yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he genuinely and he didn't want to do it. But yeah, it's the nineties. Like, it's the nineties. <laughs> it's Eric Bischoff and fucking Hulk Hogan and Ted Turner, and they're like, "Let's put the strap on him." Um, and so that's what happened. And so we find David Arquette. He's in a moment where he's like, really, really down on himself, and he's all like, "Man, I'm gonna get in the shape, and I'm gonna prove to the world that I am for real, and I can be a professional wrestler." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what this movie's about. It's about him sort of going through the fucking. Training, getting in shape, and doing the like different types of wrestling, mm-hmm. like backyard wrestling. And by the by that, yes, he goes through the ringers. He's going through the indie scene. He's not getting yeah. signed by a WWE. He's not getting signed and by goes, and hangs out with those luchador wrestlers in Mexico, wrestling in the street. That yes. was awesome. So it's about him. It's about him taking a lot of bumps and learning his way, um, instead of a redemption arc for him. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Carrie? Somebody who I knew a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I didn't know any of it besides the small greg gave me like a small rundown of because i knew who david arquette was because of scream and he was in like five minutes at the beginning of bone tomahawk oh and uh so i was like i know he's an actor and i had no idea about the wrestling connection and uh and it was an interesting story to watch unfold and him and i thought it was very compelling especially when they set up how he has all these health problems yep and then he goes into these fringe scary <laughs> wrestling matches and death matches yeah sk- like squishing light bulbs into his head like it's a fucking yeah, beer can yeah, yeah. and i was losing my mind and i was like this is so scary and greg was like, was like no it's not all of it's not like that and i was like oh, no. 
And somebody who enjoys wrestling, I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan of I feel the like Even match. some it's, of it is like that. That's pretty it scary. It was some of the most unnerving yeah, shit I've ever not, seen. Just because it's like. And he almost fucking dies. Yes. It's like, Jesus. It's like hit an artery Christ. kind of deal almost. Yeah, because yeah. this guy, because this guy, He was writing Ryan, Nick Gage, yeah. He takes these, uh, like, light light bulb tubes, like fluorescent, fluorescent, fluorescent light, lights, yeah. and he's, like, smashing them on his back. And, one, and then one of them, he's, like, smashing it into his head. And then a shard of glass just, like, goes punctures. into the side of his throat. And he's just, he like, almost bleeding. fucking dies. Yeah. It's like, what the shit? And then he gets sad because he's like, ah, oh, I fucked that up. And it's like, it's a whole thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, it, oh my God, what's his name? I just had it. Oh, fuck. Jungle Boy's dad. Who is Jungle Boy's dad? Jungle Boy. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Do you remember the name of the fr- the other famous actor who helped him out? Uh, Carrie. The one who like took him to the hospital? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember. Ah, oh, fuck. It was re- like best friend. Can you look up who's Jungle Boy's dad? <laughs> Who is? Uh, but yeah, uh, point being also a, a moment is that this when that, when that happened, he almost died. Uh, another famous actor friend who's been with him throughout like his whole life took him there. His son, uh, Luke Perry, Luke Perry is uh, his son uh, is also a wrestler, and so Luke Perry passes away. Uh, Jungle Boy is sort of this is like a, the minorest of arc, but it's actually a, a a thing in wrestling that Luke Perry's son is Jungle Boy. He signed to AEW. And so near the end, they have like a, a like a thing where like, hey, like Luke Perry's a, like he's my dad, and then he was a very important like person in his life. So that's also like a redemption, that like was sort very of nice. yeah, um, very moving. Yes, <laughs> catch me crying at a wrestling documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. I don't think it's it's uh, it's just fascinating. I don't think you have to like wrestling to find it interesting. No, yeah. Um, a lot of people in that who are canceled now. That's what I was watching. I was like, that person. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, also there's some sweet people in there. Good people also. But yeah, that's good. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of handsome boys. Uh, <laughs> the devil yeah. all the time. I don't know anything about all this. All the time. Oh, in this economy? <laughs> Uh, so I only know this because of the cast, but I don't know what this is. This this is like they're like who do they went who into people, my letterbox? People speak in are horny, so let's just hire those guys. Um, but yeah, the devil of the time. We got Bomb Bolland himself, Bill Skarsgård, Riley Keough, Jason Clark, Sebastian Stan, Robat Battenson, uh, Haley Bennett, and uh, Alyssa Eliza Scan. Eliza Scan. So is this like a southern thing? It looks like yes. a southern yes. vibe. Yes, it's like very Georgia, southern gothic right? vibes. I think yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay, gotcha. And it's this, uh, it's like a whole, like it's this huge ass cast, and it's this whole long series of events that, and it's a lot all of separate stories. Connected, yeah, yeah, it's all these separate stories that sort of, as they progress, show how they're woven together, and it's all within this one town that they mm-hmm. talk about. And it's very, I really enjoyed it because it's that kind of thing that I love just with the huge cast and they're all doing, they're all doing, they're all acting, they're, they're all acting and they're all beautiful. And then, uh, there's some really dark things in it. And it's like, uh, a lot of it has to deal with, is dealing with religion and how mm-hmm. people internalize and deal with their own religion and applying it to their life and overcoming grief and tragedy with that or or rebelling against it and it's mm-hmm. just it's very interesting and i enjoyed it and i got the chance to see it in the theater so that was exciting right it was weird that netflix put that out in theater yeah but hey 
What did you think, Ryan? I, I liked it, not to the extent Carrie did. I thought, you know, all the performances were super cool. I liked how it all came together. It's just, I felt like in terms of, like, the crate and, like, the crate. Because I, I remember, like, when this was, like, pitched to me, it was like, this is, like, a dark movie. Like, when it came up, people were like, that movie's so upsetting. That's like, <laughs> hell yeah. But then, like, I don't know. I feel like most of the upsetting stuff, to me, was, like, more towards the beginning. Yeah. And then, like... A lot of the Bill Skarsgård stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, fir- that like, <laughs> that really effed up thing he did. That's really good. When that happened, I was like, this movie's, go- this movie's not afraid to go there. I'm going to say it. But then, like... There's dark stuff, but, like, I feel like that was, like, the peak of it, yeah. personally. It's less fun, dark I mean, stuff, is the Yeah, movie yeah. The on. Robert Pattinson like, stuff was just, like, that's yeah, just not cool. Yeah, it was cool. just scummy and made me feel <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, but, like, everything else after that was just, like... And also, some of the bad... Some of the fucked up stuff is just funny. The stuff with Riley <laughs> Keough and Jason Clark. <laughs> so I don't. I don't care who you are. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest shit I've seen in a long time. That's pretty good. Not to spoil it, but, like, it's just, it's so funny. It's good. I love it a lot. Um, And then, yeah, the other thing is, like, the movie advertises itself like Tom Holland is, like, the guy. But, like, he's not even bored until, like, an hour into the movie. <laughs> it's like, okay, I, I guess. But, I mean, he does, like, helm. He does, no. He, he brings it all together. He definitely does. He he is the thing that braids all the stuff <laughs> together. That's for sure. Um... Oh, and then also the Sebastian Stan stuff felt very like that's like the one plot thread that I was having trouble. Yeah, <laughs> connecting yeah, connecting to the rest because like it's not to like the very like okay I get it, but it's also like not that interesting how it yeah. connects. <laughs> it wasn't even like because like the the Tom Holland slash Bill Skarsgård stuff that's like the A plot, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and then. The Riley Keough and Jason Clark stuff, that's the B plot. He is not even the C plot. He's like the E plot. He is so, <laughs> he feels so disconnected from everything that it's just like, all right, I get it. You're the Winter Soldier or whatever. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, this movie is cool. It's fun. It's it's, it's a fun enough movie. Netflix. Netflix. And, Ro- and shout out to Robert Pattinson's accent because it's just so funny. Oh, it's yeah. so ridiculous. It's so good. Also, have we gotten a checkup on him, how he's doing? He is he cleared. Beat COVID. He's cleared. Yay. Hopefully he he killed he, COVID. Yeah. Well, not not for everyone. Just for him. <laughs> Just for him. <laughs> Just for the no, Hollywood. No, Robert big Pattinson one. single-handedly ingested <laughs> and killed COVID nineteen. He's like, I'll take this for everyone else. <laughs> I like to imagine when A he hero. got the test result, he was like, ha, 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 ha. hell yeah, I don't have to work out this week. <laughs> he was like, oh, I get to sleep in. <laughs> Uh, what the heck is Relic? Relic. Relic. Uh, I watched this a while ago, and I saw. I get this one confused with the. uh, This isn't the um, the Dave Franco one, right? No. No. I don't know what you're thinking. (laughs) Oh, there's a similar feeling movie with Dave Franco that came out. It looks kind of good. I like the cast a lot. It has um, uh, man, what's her name? Uh, Allison Brie and uh, Sheila Vlad in it. And it's it's a scary movie he made that came out this month. I didn't see it because it's on. <clears> no, this DOD. came out a while ago. So okay. what is I this? Just Tell me about it. it. I saw it on my letterbox diary and realized I never talked about it. And I really enjoyed it. It's an Australian movie, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's it's got uh, 
an actress that you guys would know. It's the one lady who was in Neon Demon and also was the stalker in Fifty Shades. That one big oh. lady. Ah. Uh, she her, shows up in a lot of things. She shows up in stuff all yeah. the time. It's her and her mom are get a call that their grandma, well, her grandma, the mom's mom, has gone missing. And so they're at the grandma's house trying to figure out what was wrong or where she is. And uh, they notice some weird things in her house and some stuff that, like, she was, like, writing notes. And so there's some unsettling notes that they found. And I then... think I've seen this movie, Carrie. Is it called Hereditary? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, but then the grandma ends up showing back up, but she seems affected and different. And it's just a really... I really enjoyed it. It's an interesting film. It's not like a... It, you would benefit to not go in expecting a run-of-the-mill this will answer all of your questions horror movie it's more of a more of a film about like loss and uh grief and watching your family grow old it's very good and it's just I really enjoyed it and I wanted to shout it out because I think you guys might like it relic relic I, I, I did see the trailer for this. I just can't remember too well. And I was like, <clears throat> that looks like something I'd watch. VOD. Not right now. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. It's good. Uh, Ryan, we saw a class action park. We did saw a class action How park. did this happen? Um, You were over, and we were like, <laughs> yeah, so I was just let's like, hey. watch class action park, because we're bored. Um, and we did. I think I think it's because we finished the Selena Gomez cooking show. Yes. Which, which this That's podcast. a great show. Yeah, you know what? I, I told shout out to Papa. I told uh, I told uh, my roommate and our friend Zach that we were watching, it and he was like, Ugh, "Why?" And it's like, "Listen, <laughs> you say that, but what episode?" And you're like, "You know what? I get it." It might have been last episode where we were also making fun of that, and we wound up watching it. Yeah, and well, now yeah, we're all we big had fans. her picture on the TV, and yeah. she was watching us. And, and then we watched every single episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Clash Action Park is a documentary based on Action Park. The uh, notorious New Jersey uh, amusement park of old that was very no fucking holds yeah, barred, go fuck yourself. Like, what if a water slide had a loop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carrie. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, God. What if we had a bunch of fucking rocks and shit like down this fucking metal slide that was yeah. going down? Anyways. It's what a, if you just jumped off a cliff into water? <laughs> what if? I mean, they do it in Twilight. That's true. We're what if all Twilight the lifeguards world. were just teenagers and they were all really high and drunk all the time? Sounds cool. <laughs> Does sound like a pretty awesome time. What if there was an interstate in between the park? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, um, but yeah, it's like it was made, the park was made by this, you know, basically a coked up guy who was like, guys, what if like we did this? And like, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's a funny joke you just made. No, I'm serious. Uh, oh. Yeah, and he, then they did it. Yeah, and That's so this—I've heard—I've heard many stories from people who yeah. live in New Jersey about this thing. So this documentary, sort of talking about like, so okay, so here's the thing. I think the documentary is fine. I don't like the way they. They do like weird animated bits to yeah. show fucking like, oh, this is how it used to be. Uh, I think it's not great. But also, the motherfucker who directed this goddamn fucking movie. 
is an interviewee in the movie. Yeah, that's not but he does good. not describe himself at any point that he is the director of the fucking film. <laughs> so he is giving you accounts and historical things of the park. But he's already a biased party. So it's like fucking dumb as shit. Anyways, some folks died in it. We hear from uh, a, a family who, uh, who who lost somebody at the park. A lot of people died there. A lot of people died in it. Uh, it was pretty damn great. Um, so yeah, it's it's still fascinating though. Even though I think the the the, uh, the inner the problem with it is that the documentary has a lot. It's like gassing itself up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a lot of documentaries have that problem. But uh, like uh, because like hey, this thing we're talking about is interesting and important. Is it crazy? Whoa! Um, but um, it's still interesting. Yeah. It's still. Instead of a Wikipedia, we're reading a Wikipedia and going a bunch of articles. Yeah. I think that's fine. It is good to like watch because, like, I was looking through. I was just looking through the list of like the rides, and like they don't sound bad surface level. It's just that when you're there, and you understand the context of what's going on with that ride. You're like, oh, that's yeah. really bad. The only one that like really like, says it is you see the loop water slide. It's real like, bad. That's not great. And then they even talk in details like how many people lost teeth in it. It's like, that's actually really not great. <laughs> Yuck. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely interesting. It's not told in the best yeah. way. Um, it's... But they do they do show the multiple perspectives of like people like, yeah. Um, the archive footage is cool. Die- My family members died there. Right. Um, and, like, the whole idea is, like, everyone knew it was this terrible thing, but, like, you're basically a teenager. But, you're like, I, I, I'm powerful enough to do this. And, again, the documentarians don't, don't, so, like, the, this, the part where, like, we talk about the dark, seedy nature of the park and, like, the mm-hmm. weird money deals and the people who died is sandwiched in between introducing the party like whoa this is is crazy and so it gets somber and then it goes back to fucking yeah they died but the legend of the park will always live on man it's so crazy it's like in the 80s things were just fucking different man maybe we had better but yeah it's fine i think it's 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 certainly it's interesting interesting, yeah especially you know we we never lived during that time to like understand it um i feel but you know I've also never been in New Jersey, yeah, so neither. I have no idea. No. But apparently, it was a big thing. Um, can we take a break before we uh, keep going here? Let's. We got some heavy. We got some movies that people feel strongly about. Yeah, in, in one in, in, in different different spectrums. <laughs> oh, the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's take a break. Uh, and we'll recap what we talk about, and uh, I need to get a glass of water. All, All right. right. We'll be back. Charlie Kaufman has returned. He got that Netflix paycheck. He got uh, it. didn't have to go to Kickstarter to make the next movie. I believe that's how Anna Mona Lisa was funded, was through Kickstarter. Maybe. Um, Who knows? That's a good movie. I haven't it's seen good. it. I watched it like a month or so ago in preparation for this movie, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So uh, both of y'all, I assume, are big fans of Charlie Kaufman. Yes. I'm not the biggest fan. What? You see, <laughs> this is where me and Carrie's sadness like mix. Some, like me, Carrie, and Charlie Kaufman, our, our sadness all mixes in like a Venn diagram of sorts. 
<laughs> in a particular spot. It's like, man, this just hits. This just hits. Mm-hmm. This hits different. They <laughs> might. Damn, this shit hits. It's different. So this is an adaptation of a novel. Uh, by I mean, Carrie, have both read now. I want to read it actually. Yeah. Uh, by the same name, uh, we are following uh, a young woman. In this adaptation, played by Jesse Plemons. No, not Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons is the fucking guy. Jesse, who- Jesse Buckley. Buckley. Yeah. To Jesse yeah. Buckley. Uh, yeah, Pl- Plemons is the guy who always plays a weirdo in every movie ever. <laughs> uh, Jesse <laughs> Buckley. He's going to continue doing that. Of uh, Chernobyl. I know her from Chernobyl. I don't know which else she was in. Um, she is going to go visit the family of her boyfriend, who she's not crazy about, but she's going to go with it anyways. She's thinking about ending She's things. thinking about ending <laughs> things. Uh, and then stuff happens. I don't know. That's it. You're not wrong. And that's why well, I don't know. It's like <laughs> stuff wrong. happens. I don't yeah, know. Stuff does happen. They get ice cream. They do. That's pretty good. There was a Dairy Queen in the book. Di- oh, yeah. okay. I had Dairy Queen today. Oh hell wow. yeah! <laughs> did you get that five dollar meal deal? I did not actually. I got the God. flame. What the I got the flame burger. I got the flame. <laughs> Do you remember when that was the premier Ryan? Bit? It's also it six. Was, it's yeah. also six dollars. I know it's six dollars now. Well, it used to be six dollars only if you changed it to a mini Blizzard. I know, right? So would it be seven dollars now if I wanted to change it? To I a- know it's good <laughs> nonsense. You know, let's drop the movie shtick. Let's just talk about this for the rest of the this hour. This is fucking garbage. I know, right? Also, make the cotton candy blizzard permanent, you cowards. Oh my god, my friend was just commenting on that the other it's day. It's so good. We went through Dairy Queen, and she was like, do they cotton candy blizzard? I guarantee you they do not. It's a summer thing. It's a uh, summer offering. It's BS. I didn't get to have one this year. Not for any particular reason. I just kept forgetting yeah. that it was gone. <laughs> but I'm going to make it sound like it was something that happened to me. <laughs> I didn't get one. Anyways. Yeah, Charlie Kaufman, he's back. Uh, Ryan, how do you feel about this movie? I absolutely love this yeah, movie. I, <laughs> I, I woke up at five in the morning to watch this before I had to go to stupid work, and I was just I the ride home was silent. The ride there was silent. I was like, oh my god, what the hell was that? I just watched. Because Carrie, you had you had read the book before you watched yeah. it. I read the book after. I took I took one afternoon and I was like, I'm gonna read this book, and I read it. And I told I told Greg, if I come out of my room, you better ask me, did I finish the book? And if I say no, do not let me get anything out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I read it afterwards just because I wanted to like get a bit more uh, context of some stuff. Because I watched it the first. I've seen it twice already. Same. I watched it the first time. I had a general sense of how I thought it was going to go. I texted you about the ending just because the ending of the movie, <laughs> there's no way that was the book. No, exactly. There was yeah. no way. So I just wanted to make sure of that for sure. Um, and I watched again knowing I read some stuff. I watched again. And I was like, okay, I, I dig this With movie a whole With my expert lot. analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And... Yeah, the movie's pretty good. That's I like it a lot. It's 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 cool as hell. Like just 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 the ideas of it. Not not to spoil it, but you know, it's also you know, very very good at capturing uh all of Charlie Kaufman's movies do this like the a nightmarish slash dreamish yeah surreal feel and you just nothing feels concrete and everything's just like you feel like you're in a whirlwind the whole time and it's like the movie knows what's going on and you're just thrown in there and it's like please can i can i have a crumb of explanation no we're moving on 
and I loved it. I loved it as well. It's it's such a it's also just like a celebration of just like film and like media as well. Mm-hmm. Just cuz you know, it's it's a very it's a film and like just like any form of artistic in, in expression is just like very important to like the characters of the movie. And it just is such a cool thing to see the movie just like celebrate all of that For in, in, in a movie and f- like from a filmmaker that you know is like, films, they're pretty cool. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm thinking about uh, making a few of them personally. <laughs> thinking about filming things. I'm thinking of filming things. Um... And yeah, this is this is my favorite movie of the year. Same. It's on, it's on the list, and I love it a lot. Um, I watched this after watching Tenet. because oh. <laughs> like, I got home. Oh yeah, you saw Tenet, and you're yeah, like, time to watch a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I just raced home, and Greg was like falling asleep, and I was like, we're watching and thinking about these things. <laughs> Greg, think of it by the way. Uh, I think he. I think he liked it. He like he didn't love it, and I think he thought it was mostly kind of weird. But I think he enjoyed did. He think it. it was pretentious. Oh, definitely. Oh hell he yeah! He thinks all the movies I like are pretentious. I mean, <laughs> he wouldn't be wrong in this case. I just still love it. <laughs> but yeah, how do you how do you feel about people who don't understand this movie, Carrie? Well, I mean, that's kind of it's built to not be yeah, understood the first time. And I, I Carrie and, and Carrie described it. Well, especially like all Charlie Kaufman's stuff, mm-hmm. where he's just like puts you in a, in a in a place where everything's uncertain and maybe nothing's maybe some stuff is real. So you can't trust anything, and yeah. it's a lot of information, a lot of stimulus going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the contra- that maybe contradicts some of the other stuff, uh, but it all works out. And some of it's also he's just having a good time, and I can tell like I'm yeah. just having like, especially at the ending. I was like. I'm, I'm just having a good time here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm vibing. vibing with you, <laughs> Guys, what if? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I like parts of it, but I was like, eh, okay. But the concept, I like it. That's why I want to read the book. I yeah, think uh, I the book think is very cool. It's fun. Ending is very different. I, I, I did like the ending. I do, I like the ending of the movie more, just because it's more like you know visual and cool. But yeah. like the way the the way the book does it is cool, although it is very jarring. Cause like it yeah. just kind of reveals the thing immediately, and I'm like, this can't pop. Like, excuse I, I, me. I reread the same pages like a, th- a three times. Like, am I missing something here? Is there a transition? But like, there's not. It's just like, this is what this is what the book's about. This is it. And that's interesting to me because I watched an interview between Charlie Kaufman and Ian Reed um, that they had over Zoom, and they're talking about it. And Ian was like. I still get so bothered with people who are like, I don't understand. He's like, I pretty much said what <laughs> it's... It, he literally says what it is in the book. And so that's very interesting to that's me. Funny. How that's something that he is still dealing with and finds funny. I don't know. But yeah, this movie's dope as hell. I love it. <laughs> dope as shit. Uh, big fan of Jesse Buckley. Uh, she's, she's great. great. She's, really in, she's fantastic. Um, anyways. Uh, Mick G, baby, is <laughs> back. <laughs> This is gonna be a hard turn for me emotionally. Yeah. I I want to say I uh might know a little bit of what you're talking about with this movie. I haven't watched it, but if anyone is familiar with uh, uh the whole world is familiar with them now. Uh Trixie and Katya, a uh, couple of RuPaul's Drag Race drag queens, and they have this recurring series on the Netflix YouTube page where they just watch stuff that's on Netflix and react to it. It's basically just reaction videos, but it's done well, and they watched this, and they loved it. They called it Fierce, Ryan. Oh, <laughs> So are you here to contest to that point? I First off, 
the movie is The Babysitter, Killer Queen. Um, I'll explain what that subtitle means later. It's really smart and complex. Is it? Yeah, really cool. Um, <laughs> but I, flashback three years ago, <laughs> I wrote on my letterbox. Jesus that, Christ. That, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. the babysitter, original babysitter, was the worst film I had ever seen. <laughs> and that was the first time I ever got a hate comment on Letterboxd. <laughs> someone who said, if, if the babysitter was the worst film I've ever seen, that I clearly haven't seen enough movies. Very funny stuff. You know what, dude? It's been three years later. You're right. The Killer Queen movie <laughs> is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. It takes everything I've hated about the first one and is just like, it amplifies it. It's crazy. This is the worst thing. It's un. I can't believe someone made this. It's. You, McGee. McGee. It's like, you know those movies that like come out and like, this was made to be a gif on Tumblr. And that's all it is. Ugh. This is just a fun one-liner, one after another. <laughs> it's just for the kids. Except I'm McGee and I'm not a child. I'm basically an old, ancient, crusty old asshole who doesn't understand anything. <laughs> and I made this for the kids. Anyways, it's a few years later. Uh, as we know from the original Babysitter, it's about uh, a 14-year-old kid who has a babysitter, which is weird or something like that. Um, and his babysitter's part of a cult, and they have to kill him because of his whatever. They never, they're never, they not really clear. I don't remember why they need to kill him. But they need to kill him for the devil so they can get eternal life. It's um, all very standard. Samantha uh, Weaving, who you guys might know oh, from. Samara Weaving? Samara Weaving no. from Right or Not, who's very good now, but she sucks in that movie. Um, and the, what they do with her in this movie is really funny. Um, but... And then it doesn't end up working out in that movie, and it's all comedic in a very... It's a very, like, YouTube, early YouTube comedy where it's like, oh, that's so random. Ow, you stabbed me in my tits. That's hilarious. We're having a great time. It's that shit. And then, like, it's a few years later, and this kid is, like... He's, like, this traumatized, like, weirdo who's, like, I was just trying to be killed by a cult, and everyone's like, you don't... No, you weren't. Fuck, fuck you, actually. You're an idiot. <laughs> and he's like, I'm traumatized. Well, you... you you suck. I hate you. <laughs> it's like, all right. But he is, is eventually convinced by like his friend who was a love interest in the first movie to go on like this summer break thing with her friends. And like, he, he's like, all right, I'll go. And he goes there and his friend is like, Oh, I'm part of that cult now. And we're going to kill you. Uh -oh. And then for some reason, everyone that he killed in the original babysitter, including, you know, Bella Thorne and King Batch, you might know him from Vine, uh, are all back because of the weird devil curse. They can come back every two years to do the curse, whatever. They've also seen every movie that came out since then. They have so many references that they need to tell you. King Batch mentions Jordan Peele like three times. And it's like, relax, okay? Jesus, we get it. But they have to kill him and he meets a girl and they all kill everyone again and it's so fucking funny and it's the <laughs> shittiest thing i've ever felt in my brain it pains me it truly pains me i 
I saw this trailer and I was like, there's no way I'm watching that. But you know, <laughs> yeah, right. In what but, world? <laughs> yeah, you're right. But then like, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And I hated it. It's, it's miserable. You know, do you, I want you to guess why this movie is called The Babysitter Killer Queen. Guess. Uh, uh, Carrie, guess. Uh, uh, mm, uh, because Bella Thorne is the queen and she kills people? No, they play Killer Queen by Queen one time. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's what I love about uh, Samora Weaving's character in this movie. Um, you could tell that she did not want to be a part of it. Right. And they filmed all her scenes later because she's clearly green screened in. It's really funny because she... Oh my god, like... She's not in the movie until the very end. She emerges from water. She's always standing away from everyone else, even though they're interacting in the same scene. So they cut to her and it's like, oh my God. And it's so funny. It's so ridiculous. This movie is also just like, I don't know. It, it sucks. It does. <clears throat> it sexualizes teenagers. And the actors are teenagers and it's really fucking stupid and gross. There's a video game fight scene that's, awful it's the worst thing i i can't even i oh my god i this is such a great critique of cinema right here i'm doing it right now i can't i will say that there was in the in the reaction video that i watched there was one clip of a of a kill that i thought was pretty funny which was it it was the one i think it was bella thorne she got her head stuck in some rocks and her body like falls off and her neck skin is like splintering and like stretching out it looks like bubble gum i don't remember that i, I, I oh see yeah. see ryan i'm sorry <laughs> we're uh, not getting a comprehensive critique here. i'm sorry i just hate it i just, it's just the worst thing i've seen ever genuinely and you know what if, <laughs> if you have a problem with that i don't i honestly don't care oh yeah that is bell thorn okay yes, yeah that's that girl. it's 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 truly miserable and well, like the worst thing is I was doing some reading on it and McGee's like, this is a trilogy. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. fuck ass. I mean, we got, we got the reviews are in. Because Netflix keeps playing. Great feedback from a one Ryan <laughs> He said, this was miserable. The worst thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I can beat it. I'll take everything he hated and make it worse. See you in another three years. I don't know. That's a long, that's a long time. The baby surf is like forever ago. Yeah, it does. Anyways, we also saw some random stuff, but I guess we should talk about... I'm going to recap what we've talked about so far. We talked about Unhinged Woo! with Russell Crowe. Talked about Tenet, same backwards as forwards. Uh, you cannot kill... Oh my da- god! <laughs> you cannot kill David Arquette. Uh, the Devil All the Time, Relic, Class Action Park, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, and The Babysitter Killing Queen. Killer Queen. And New Mutants. Oh, and New Mutants. Can't wow. believe we forgot about Can't believe we forgot <laughs> Got delayed again to the end of the list. <laughs> Ryan Lance went to Half Price Books, I think, and purchased. No, no, I went sale. to a garage sale. Went to a garage yeah, sale. Half price, half price Books wouldn't sell us this crap ass broken ass <laughs> disc. <laughs> I found at a garage sale the number twenty three for a dollar, and I was like, hell yeah, this is worth a dollar, all right. And guess what? Pop that bad boy into my 4K Blu-ray player, and it said, this does not work. That was attempted divine intervention. <laughs> you do not want to watch this. And I was like, oh, come on, Please. man. And then, you know, we looked at the disc, and it was the scratchiest disc I've ever seen. And I was like, 
what the hell? Because I bought other things from this person and they were all pristine and clean. What did he do to the number 23 starring Jim Carrey, directed by Joel Schumacher? What did he do? But anyways, um, I ended up reading it because I was committed to the bit. Yeah. There it goes, six dollars. <laughs> oh well. So if the DVD was sitting at the garage sale, priced at six dollars, would you have bought it? Of course that's the question. not. <laughs> well, that's, that's way too much. Well, I can I can watch it forever for six dollars. I'd rather watch it one time for six dollars. So as Ryan mentioned, the number twenty-three, a New Line Cinema production directed by it Joel Schumacher and Finnafilm. <laughs> Been no. a film. A lot of special features we'll never see. Uh, Jim Carrey. This was uh, Logan Lerman. Uh, heavily advertised back in the day because it was like scary, but it's Jim Carrey. Whoa. That's crazy. Poor like Jim. And I remember scary. seeing it as a ch- child and thinking it was really stupid, but I had no memory of it. I remember seeing the trailer mm. when I was a kid and wanting to see it really, really bad. Yes, and same. never seeing it. And so we watching s- this film was a childhood dream coming true, in essence. You just made fun of Carrie as a child. You essentially, yeah, what the hell? You essentially walked up to a child and said, you're an idiot. I'm a, I'm a grown <laughs> adult and you're an he idiot. You would have been right. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. So I remember this movie being really fucking dumb. What do you mean? We watched Wait, can it. Can we talk about how we tried to watch uh, it on YouTube or something? And it was every fifth second of the movie was cut out or something. It was like five seconds on, five seconds What's out. What's weird is like this is a movie that like would just be on YouTube. And it's funny because I watched The Mist the other day, and that was just on YouTube. That's a good movie. Completely like movie. fine. But the number 23 is on YouTube, but it's weird. What ending did it have? Did it have the ending where they all die? It had the funny ending. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Is there an ending where they don't all die? I thought there was. No, I, thought there, there, there's a, I thought there was an ending where like they find help, right? I don't think so. He finds help, but there was after he shot his fucking penis. Oh, right, I think you're thinking yes. of 1408. Maybe I am. 1408 yeah. has multiple endings, and it's always I it's swear. always a mystery which one you're going to get. I swear there's multiple endings. Anyway. Maybe. I have no idea. Have I've you watched any of the, the disc? That ending burns. is hilarious. It's such a good It's ending. so good. It's so good. <laughs> Holy when shit. When I watched that movie on YouTube, um, it was really great because I was looking at the comments and like, wow, that's the most fucked up ending I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're... Listen, buddy. You left a hate comment on that. Like, Anyways. If, if you think this is the most fucked up thing, you, you clearly, clearly haven't seen Killer Queen. <laughs> number 23, Jim Carrey goes to a bookstore and finds a book called The Number 23. It's like, oh, wow. That is very eerily similar to his life. Look, he's writing about me. That's crazy because I watched, I read a book recently called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. <laughs> and that, that, that really was similar to my life. Uh, but, Weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where the but except Jim Carrey in this character he plays a fucking weird ass detective. It's like a suave detective. Suave detective who's always having sex. Oh my with, god. Oh my god. What's her fucking name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, any his name is you can call me Fingerling Detective Fingerling. Oh, yes. Something but like what's that. the name of the lady? Oh my god. She is like Arquette. No, but this yeah, she's like this lady just wants to fuck him all the time. I mean, and he's like cool oh, um god. and then he starts Jim Carrey starts seeing the number 23 everywhere. Everywhere. Um and he starts digging around and it turns out that it was him. Fabrizia. Fabrizia, yes. <laughs> Anyway, it turns out uh, 
Jim Carrey killed uh, his old wife. What? How did I go? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyways, he killed. He very much killed someone. He went crazy. He was, uh, you know, he got help. He got free, and he fucking runs into his now wife like immediately. immediately. And they just start a life. They just start a life together, and he's fine. And then he finds the book, and then he remembers, and his wife's like, "You now, you're fine." And that's the movie. Like Twenty three. What a fucking great movie! <laughs> Just all the all of the uh, whenever we switch to the in novel world and it's Jim Carrey all fucking suave and <laughs> brooding <Raw> detective. And <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I loved it so much. The part where uh, he's talking to the one girl and she was like writing on the yes, wall. Yes, the twenty three girl. Then, uh, and she's like, oh, and he's like, no, just whatever you do, don't kill yourself, okay? And she's like, all right, I won't kill myself. And then he's walking on the street. No, the job, well done. Whoa, boom! <laughs> she jumped out the window and died in front of him. <laughs> uh, man, I'm bad at this. <laughs> Whoops. It's not great. Oh, fuck. It was so God funny, bless though. you, Joel Schumacher, but uh, man. it's not great. Anyways, it feels like a fake movie. Oh. It doesn't feel real. It was awesome. It doesn't feel real, no. Yeah. And I also remember after we watched that movie, both Donna Joe and I were having all the all the twenty three moments, and we were like, "Wait a minute, our birth year!" And we added it up, and it came out this way. Speaking movie. of Donna Joe, one second. We have a uh, one Donna Joe here. Uh, what do you think of the number twenty three? All right, bye. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> That's all accurate. <laughs> Anyways, that's that movie. Um, the number twenty-three. Um, so uh, speaking, of, uh, I've been a lot. I think just in general, this quarantine, I've been thinking a lot about the motion pictures of the early to mid two thousands. The number twenty-three being one said motion picture, and as I was packing. Uh, I remembered that one of my favorite movies of the early 2000s was uh, Cameron Crowe's Vanilla Sky. 2001 Vanilla Sky, star-studded cast, huge budget, big-time movie, baby. Uh, Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruz, uh, Cameron Diaz, Kurt Russell, Jason Lee, a fucking... uh, What's his name? What's his name? Knives Out. You want Marshall some cookies? Shannon. My, Michael Shannon. Michael, oh, yeah, Michael, Shannon. Michael Shannon. He was, was, a, the, he was a bit character. And uh, the, the fucking... Lineless cop. And uh, what's her name? I'm so bad. How, am I, how is this not a bit? Just like I genuinely don't remember names. Suspiria. A mother's Suspiria. No, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Thank oh, you. Yeah, of course. Vanilla You guys haven't seen it. So I was like, hey, you want to see this movie? I'm feeling nostalgic about this movie. I wonder if it's still good and if I still like it. Um, and I had wanted to see it for quite a while. I had heard names, but I but I had no <laughs> idea what it was. Yeah. Uh, I and you know what? Thinking back, I have no idea what that was. Ah, uh, I really like it. I still. have an idea of what it I'm was. probably gonna buy the Blu-ray version of it. Anyways, Vanilla Sky. If, uh, I, I don't know. She might. This movie's been out forever. Do I spoil this movie? Sure, yes. if you want to. Okay, <laughs> I guess if you don't want Vanilla Sky spoiler from 2001. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Vanilla Sky, Cameron Crowe, he directed Jerry Maguire, uh, almost famous. Uh, Tom Cruise, obviously Jerry Maguire, big fan, the big, big, good old pals. Um, Cameron Crowe came out of, uh, the Keynes Film Festival or whatever the fucking hell where they showed Aubrey Los Ojos. 
uh, by, I forget his director's name. I used to know it. Uh, and he came out, I was like, yo, that was crazy. <laughs> what if we, I did that? What if I did that? And then, uh, no, it was Tom Cruise, not Cameron Crowe. Tom Cruise then showed it to Cameron Crowe, and he was like, you got to see this shit. This is crazy. <laughs> and they're like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> He's like, there's no motion blur. I love it. <laughs> um, and so they fucking rent out Times Square, and they fucking shoot this movie. Um, so Tom Cruise is very handsome, very rich, very cool. Ageless. Ageless. Never will die. Uh, and that's the character he plays in this motion picture. Uh, <laughs> or he is like top of the world owner of a magazine company, never going to go out of business, living <laughs> it up. Everyone loves print media. Everyone loves print media. <laughs> um his dad died, and he's got this empire to him. Everything's going great. Cameron Crow, I mean, not Cameron Crow. Cameron Diaz. He's fucking Cameron Diaz, and it's fine. She's very chill about it. It's great. Very normal. About it, really. very normal. Very normal hands. Fucking his best friend. My name is Earl. She fucking uh, meets Penelope, uh, Penelope Cruz, and he's like, "Whoa!" She's like Hold Spanish. That's crazy. Um. <laughs> They have a fucking nice fling, uh, and then Cameron Diaz decides she's does a very not cool thing, not very chill, not chill at all. Not chill at all. Decides to kill them. (laughs) Decides to kill them by driving her car across, like out of a bridge into fucking uh, not Times Square. What the fuck is it called? Uh, Central Central Park. Park. Central Park. Um, and then uh, he his face gets messed up because of that, and uh, life's not great. And then. Uh, stuff weird stuff happens, and then some nice stuff happens, and then some, some weird stuff. And weird happens. stuff. More quote weird. unquote, quote as Tom Cruise is fucking Cameron Diaz, uh, and is losing his fucking mind. What the fuck is happening? As he's like fucking mid stroke. Um. Um. So yeah, this movie's like a. It's like a. It's a sci-fi drama thing, but it doesn't yeah. reveal the sci-fi things until it finally decides to explain that Tom Cruise cryogenically froze himself after he killed himself because he thought he just couldn't live life. He was so sad. I would just. Uh, hey, hey, listen, I'm not making fun of. Wait, look, whatever. That sounds rough. Whatever. He kills himself, uh, gets himself uh, cryogenically frozen, but. He signed up to have like a sort of lucid dream where he is frozen, but he's still dreaming. And this thing that he made up, which is that he, after the really bad day, the fucking, when he went to a club with his mask on and just started dancing around. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I loved it when he ended on the back of his head, too. He's <laughs> just walking through the crowd. It's like, what the hell is that? It's very good. A lot of visual choices. It's so good. Uh, he decide he makes this like very like in retrospect. Once you watch it, like man, that was a little on the nose, a little too sweet. Where Penelope Cruz comes back yeah. and they spend a happy life together. Um, I don't even care. Your face is mildly messed up. Yeah, which also that was that bothered me. Is like his face isn't. That I mean, man, to be fair, it was Tom Cruise that fucked it up. He was being an asshole. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he started as Tom Cruise. He already yeah, had a pretty upset. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Some problems, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Uh, and so, yes, so that happens because in this fucking dream, he's with Kurt Russell the whole movie talking about her. He's like, I did not kill her, my did God. Not. I did not. <laughs> and Kurt Russell's like doing his best dad fucking, oh, my guess his best Gregory Peck in To Kill a Mockingbird, to be specific. Um, and it turns out that. Uh, Some might say. Yeah, he, the dream went bad and his conscience came in and fucking changed the Penelope Cruz's character, Sophia, into Cameron Diaz's character and then he killed her because he's going crazy and then uh we find out that it was all a dream and then he's on the rooftop and the fucking music's playing and it's really pretty it's really nice and he decides it's fuck nice it vanilla sky nice vanilla sky uh paul mccartney's vanilla sky he says he's gonna jump off the fucking roof because he's got afraid of heights and he's like oh if i want to ever get so out of here i will con- yeah i will conquer my fear of heights and go and wake up into the whatever weird future world we're living in um with a uh, fucking the guy from Paddington Bear is like wow this is crazy am i right um the yeah, guy's from Paddington Bear right which guy the fucking tech support I appreciate sure him. Say Penn. yes. I, sure. I mean, he looks like he would be Probably. in Penton. Anyways, it's Vanilla Sky. Carrie, what'd you think of it? I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I just, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> and just, I loved watching a Tom Cruise movie where it's basically just him yes. turning in a Nicolas Cage level yep. crazy performance where he's just going for he's, it. Because yep. usually, like, he's a good actor, and I've never been super compelled by him in anything, but like. <laughs> It's just it's just funny to see him going for it in a non-action yes. way. Just like delivering some fucking thespian yep. stuff. It's good to know that he's always been like this. <laughs> yeah, he's always been a bit. Yeah, like for me, know. this movie is like the prime. This is like prime condensed Tom this Cruise. This is hubris. This, this is, is hubris this is Tom itself. Cruise. Um yeah, with his his own personal like childhood photos. Yes, his own childhood photos <laughs> so at play. Awesome. Very much a movie that they he very much uh, put his all into. Um, and hey, I say this but like people like it did very well financially, but just people didn't like it. It did very well. Um, Cameron Crowe still likes it. Hey, I love it. It's, I like it. I love it a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a thing. It's a piece. They don't make movies like that anymore. <laughs> sure I mean, don't. maybe Christopher Nolan might. I don't know. Ooh. But, uh, sky too? Maybe, I don't know. Chocolate sky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, that's all the shit we've seen. Um There's stuff happening. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe. Maybe. Uh what is uh Hubie Halloween? Hubby. Hubby Halloween. That's the uh, What are you about Adam Sandler? That's the new Adam oh, Sandler. Fuck, I know who this is. God damn it. <laughs> I just I put this on here because it made me think of that 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 promise. Yes, that he that's made. what I yes. <laughs> Where if he didn't, the get day nominated. of reckoning will come. Yes, <laughs> that was his Papa John's moment. How if he didn't get nominated for his uncut gems performance, he was going to make the worst movie ever, and I think that might be this. Great, oh, great. we can only hope. Fantastic. So yeah, new Adam Sandler Netflix film. Of course, love it. Uh, the war with Grandpa. <laughs> Uh, have you heard of uh, Christopher Walken? Yeah, and, never. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Fucking taxi driver man, Robert De Niro. Okay. They're okay. in an old old guy 
slapstick comedy. Oh, <laughs> I would have thought they'd already done this by now. I are mean, they are they in a nursing I, home and like hate each other with like their wheelchairs? Like no, seven psychopaths. I think it's, that movie's awesome is it i think it's i don't remember i watched the trailer forever ago i just wanted to shout it out because i still love christopher walken and i'll watch him anything but i think it's something to do with their grandkids are dunking on them and the grandpas are like you know what i i may be a grandpa but you can't get my go yeah old school versus new cool which is the new cool grandpa or are they both old school and they're going against something else together uh, uh, Uma Thurman is in this film. Oh, so she's probably the cool grandpa. <laughs> she's the coolest grandpa of all time. But yeah, it just it just looked like a, a funny, funny old guy movie. <laughs> I know how big of fans we all are of that. Okay. When, where is this? Is this like a video on demand daily or is this a streaming service? I saw deal? it as a trailer b- b- before, before on a YouTube video. So, so who knows? <laughs> who, who knows where cool. it will be? I don't know any of these movies on this list, really. <laughs> Honest Thief. What is Honest I've Thief? I've seen the trailer for this. I, yeah, we I got can't... the trailer for this. I got it in front of Unhinged and the David Arquette documentary, I think. It's a, a Liam Neeson film. And uh, he was a yes, he was a, he was a yes, thief. Yes, yes. He was a thief, and uh, he's All like, "What if bastards. I turn myself in, and then you reduce my sentence?" And they're like, "Why?" And he's like, I, "I have a girlfriend now, and I want to spend all my life with her as much as I can." And then these two cops are like, all right, yeah, we'll help you out. We'll take all that money. And then they're like, oh, my God, the money's actually here. And then they're like, what if we stole this money and pinned it on Liam Neeson, who would be the wiser? And then they killed one of their superior fbi guys and are just it's, trying to escape with liam neeson's money and he's like you and so it's i got the feeling that they killed his girlfriend he was like all right well here i go killing no well i think they injure his girlfriend because okay. she's in the hospital okay. but they kill like their boss okay something. i know they killed someone and he was driving like listen here you you don't yeah there's a, a classic liam neeson on the phone with someone he's mad at <laughs> listen <laughs> here I, the thing is i'm you hear him turn the page. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> I am big. I am big mad. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it just looked like it was a moment of like, wow, I'm seeing a trailer for a mediocre movie in a theater again. This is it's so... <laughs> it's back to normal. <laughs> yeah. I also got a trailer. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's called uh uh uh. Greenland. There's a new movie coming out with uh, Gerard Butler, uh. <laughs> where there's a meteorite that's about to hit Florida, and he has to get all of his family to Greenland. Oh, <laughs> I remember this too. Is that? Oh yeah, that's also. Is that up in the air now as well? I, I guess. Have no idea when that's going. Out, Fucking but... knowing ass shit. <laughs> Fucking what if your name, but not. Oh. But if Gerard Butler <laughs> and Florida. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Wolf of Snow again, Hall? these are my these could all be fake ass movies you guys put on this list. <laughs> yeah, you have to find out which one is the fake one, George. What's this? No, this one is the new horror movie. It's a werewolf horror movie by Jim Cummings, not that Jim Cummings, other Jim Cummings, the oh, guy who made God. the guy who made Thunder Road from a couple years ago, a movie that I am a big big fan of, and this is his follow up film. It's a, he plays like essentially the same character it looks like a, a drunk cop and uh, it's like a small mountain town dealing with a werewolf and he's like there's no werewolf 
but I think there's, there's a, a I think there's a werewolf. Mm. So I think it just looks fun, and okay. it's coming out soon. Fun. Okay, possessor. Possessor. Uh, body horror. I don't know what this is about. Neither. Neither do I. It looks like cool weird, as shit. That's all I care about. Awesome. A lot of folks saw it illegally before. Idiots. All I know is apparently we're watching it soon. I think. Yeah. Apparently, David Cronenberg has a son, yeah. apparently, and apparently his son is just as weird. <laughs> Wait, is this actually David? Is this a bit, or is that actually David? No, yeah. it's, it's Brandon oh, Cronenberg. Oh, classic. <laughs> Keith Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis and Cronenberg. It's got, it's got the lady Mandy. who plays Mandy in yeah. it. It's got Jennifer Jason Lee in it. I'm pretty sure it reprising oh. her role as sci-fi lady who speaks flatly. It's the same role she played in Annihilation. No. <laughs> Cool, cool. So I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Movie. Finally, the final movie we'll watch uh, this year in a movie theater. Uh, on the Rocks, again. On the Rocks. Uh, this is an Apple TV Plus movie. <sighs> but it's Sofia Coppola directed, Bill Murray, oh. uh, Rashida Jones. Oh. Um, it's about her dealing with like her dad and they're doing something. I don't know. Um, I saw the trailer and it looked kind of bad and or i've boring. heard it's just like look all right that's fine Sophia, but like i love sophia coppola so yeah, I'll, i think I'll she's fine it. i hate how it's an apple tv plus that is movie weird. that's a that's, weird the movie. bling ring was okay i haven't seen marie that. antoinette was I, okay i liked marie antoinette a lot and i didn't like the beguiled as much as i wanted to that was, that was a real right. bummer yeah. i think so i just i just love virgin suicides and I haven't um seen that. oh my god lost in translation so yes. much oh yeah that's a good they're movie. both so good and i just want I just want more, and she's so fucking cool. I just want, I just love more stuff from her. Speaking of things that I, you would tell, if you told me this was a joke, I would have uh, believed you. Why are they making another Borat subsequent movie film? They're making another one. Apparently, this has been in the works. Um, it started in February because uh, there was a Mike Pence. Um, <laughs> Thing where it was interrupted by someone wearing a Trump costume, and that was Sasa Baron Cohen. People didn't know that first. They just knew like there was a weird thing happening at a Mike Pence rally, but like I don't know much else about it. And then over this past summer, people have been like, (laughs) I think I fucking saw Borat over there. (laughs) Yeah, right. And it's like I think no, I saw Borat. (laughs) Definitely, but yeah, uh, he made um, another Borat movie, and I, I was like, why and like, what is this? I'm fascinated. So I, did, but... I did some research, and like, the the context of the movie is like, he's you know, Borat's Borat, yes, and he decides to go back to America because of something in fake Kazakhstan and Mike Pence. He has to basically deliver his daughter as a bride to Mike Pence. That's the bit. Which is pretty fucking funny. Because <laughs> um, fuck Mike Pence. Um, but because his movie was popular, people know who Borat is. So he, him as Borat disguises as another character yeah. for the most part. And like does America stuff. And coronavirus is a big topic of it. And it's really big on politics. If either of you guys have seen clips from his Sasha Baron Cohen's show, Who Is America? He's yeah, I saw parts of it. I, he's, I dropped he's off now, it. He's now very big on like I want to ruin horrible politicians' career. Yes, nice. I remember that. Yeah, the remember. big the big one is there was a senator from Alabama or something, yes. and he had a bit with him where he got him to say so much yep. racist stuff, including <laughs> just screaming the N word. 
Oh, no. He was they were like doing real. like a self defense thing or some yeah. shit. Yeah. The bit was like, what? What is the thing? There's one word in America where you can you say and like everyone will get your attention. So if you're being encountered by terrorists, yell the word as loud as possible. He didn't say the word. And he's like, all right. And then like they do a training drill, and he, the guy is yelling yeah, the yeah, words yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? No, I meant Nooney. Not that, not that word. Do not say that. Yes. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. But like, it was out of the things with this guy where he yeah. used a selfie stick to take pictures of women in burkas to see if they were yep. packing heat yep, 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 as yep, in yep, yep. a wiener, right. as in terrorists. And he was like, that's a good idea. And it's like, oh, what the hell? But yeah, that guy resigned like immediately after that episode came out. So amazing. I'm interested in seeing what he did to like politics. 2017? Yeah, because I know Mike Pence is in it, and I know Rudy Giudi- Giuliani is in it. Oh, great. Mm. Two people I don't like, personally. Yeah. I think Rudy Giuliani also tested positive, by the way. Hell yeah. I, think so. <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, that's a tragedy. Thoughts and prayers. And thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, as always. I Speaking just... of Mike Pence, there's that rumor going around, and I saw this on some, I forgot, was it The Hill? Or I don't know if you fucking report but everything's going so miles, thousand yeah. miles per hour right now. <laughs> if Trump would prefer Melania to take the presidency. That's embarrassing. This is hilarious. I want Baron Trump to take over over Mike Pence. Oh, man. Oh, damn it. Come on. Uh, But I just saw the first Borat for the first time, like, a few days ago. I'm very, I'd never seen it. It was very it. much a product of the, yeah. the Bush. I enjoyed it. I, I, feel <laughs> like, I feel like that'd be interesting to watch nowadays. Cause Honestly, yeah. It just feels like fucking ancient history. It yeah. does, right? Yeah. Well, I never had the. I never watched it. All I knew was all the fucking idiots who were just like my wife all the time. And I was and like, why like, did that? After we watched it, I was like, to Greg, I, I was get, like, why did that catch on? He said it like two times in the movie. I get the feeling that there's a <laughs> lot. Of, now you think it's hilarious. My <laughs> wife. Yeah. I get the, yeah. I'm gonna bring that back. That's gonna be my new bit. <laughs> this podcast was very nice. <laughs> Not. See, you do that, and I and I do. A bunch of, uh, I for this some reason have more very nice not. I for some reason have a lot more Bruno jokes in my. Uh, I I watched Bruno welcome, earlier this yeah. year as well, and I think I like Bruno more than I like Borat. Bruno. I, I like think, Bruno I a lot. Bruno is, has has more, you know. Borat has some problems still. It, yes. And Bruno definitely has problems, oh, but at yeah. least like they tackle like the issues. Yo, you know, man, that, fuck, man, welcome yeah. to the jungle. That's what I, <laughs> yeah. I say that regularly for some reason. Uh, anyways, I also say yo, man, <laughs> yo, man, fuck, man, welcome man. to the jungle. Um, anyways, I feel like speaking of the Borat and specifically, like, why do people latch on to the my wife bit? Like that is it is about the Bush administration and the times we were living in, but I feel like. A lot of the critical stuff that was around that era, mm-hmm. like just American idiot, yeah. like it went through people's heads that they're talking about. Like, hey, the war in Iraq is pretty fucked. Like, this makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. And this guy is a fucking idiot. But well, we I were. I feel like people joked about that and like, haha, but like, I don't think but, people got it. Right, yeah. It wasn't until like. Wait, Borat was about how Americans are bad. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I see. Yeah. It is uh, interesting. That's why I'd like to rewatch that again, probably before uh, the original movie, to just see, you know, what's going on. But yeah, I'm weirdly interested in this. If you told me a year ago, Brian, there's going to be a new Borat movie, like, <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Anyways. Bring it on. Oh, so they're making another craft. Here we go. Yeah, I haven't seen the first craft. Is this like... I just watched it. I've been watching a lot of things this year, believe it or not. I watched it for the first time a few months ago. Okay, can some... Okay, does anybody... We're speaking about history and, like, all these, like, things that... Right, why? Count, I'm getting ready to Google whatever. Why? Why was the mid to late '90s like so obsessed with witches? Right, like there was definitely a th- cool. I mean, they are cool, <laughs> but what was it? This guy, come on. <laughs> like the fucking Scooby Doo, like Buffy the Vampire, the crab. Pocus, 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 pocus. That's, did think, you try and get I that palette? Is like... that out yet? Is that was that a thing? Oh yeah, I heard about that. I probably won't buy it, but. Okay. I haven't seen it. I'll look it up right now. Is it made by the same people who did that Sailor Moon palette that everybody was horny for? Oh, That's why. Oh, that makes I remember sense. people being kind of upset. I'll, they were I'll like, I just you... bought this shit. God damn it. I'll let you know if I'm okay. interested once I look at it. Oh, no, we didn't come up with a definitive answer about the witch craze of the I 90s. Oh, well. Um. Anyway. Oh, oh Lunar Beauty. They do yeah. They do stuff. Okay. Hold on. Anyway, is the Craft Legacy, is this like a, is this like a, this is a follow-up. Yeah. But is this like a nonsense garbage who cares movie? I don't or? know. I haven't seen the first one. I haven't seen the trailer. This like red I mean like again, back when like just going straight to VOD could have been used as a pejorative, but now it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. I don't like this palette. Oh, okay. Oh, Malego. <laughs> Carrie said it. <laughs> don't buy. Carrie did it. Um yeah, I mentioned this. Speaking of witches, or wait, maybe I was looking at the Raw Dolls. I didn't know this was coming. Wait, this is coming out soon? Oh, yeah, this this month on HBO Max original. Well, shit. Yeah, the witches. I've seen. I haven't seen the trailer, but I just saw like, Robert man, Zemeckis is back. Oh, wait, what? I think I found the correct palette. I also don't like this one. Well, there you go. There it is. I will not be buying that. Sorry. There it is, baby. Uh, Color pop. Whoa. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, Raw Dolls, which is Anne Hathaway. I've only seen Anne Hathaway's photos in this, and she's like, she looks really attractive. But that's all mm-hmm. I know. I haven't w- seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan showed me the trailer when I first got here. Does it, it look good? Looked, it looks alright. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks fun. Like an I haven't H- seen HBO I Max have, original. It's a, I have, and it's I also quick. I haven't seen the original witches. I have it, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, Angelica is Houston. that is that what that that's also an adaptation of that book? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen that like five dollar DVD when I go yeah. to Target or somewhere. Yeah. And I always see the screen cap of like the weird face that ends up in that movie. I don't know why. I haven't. I haven't watched it. I don't know why that face happens, but it's all like warty and interesting. Scary. Interesting. Well, uh, that's all we got to look forward <laughs> to, folks. I'm excited for Possessor, and I'm probably going to rewatch Borat at some point now because there's another Borat coming out. Very, Very nice. nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Kazakhstan. Man, how, do we, how do we end the podcast now? Anyways. Uh, Wait, we have so many more movies to talk about. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> Greenland, am I right? <laughs> Um. Anyways, that's a podcast. We'll probably see another two or three more trailers for Black Widow before the end of the oh, year. Oh, just killing me now! <laughs> just like the whole movie, movie you can stitch it with trailers. That movie was officially delayed till yeah. next year. Of course. So is the just Bond movie. Yeah. There's nothing happened. There's nothing. Everything. What's weird is like they moved, like <laughs> they moved the Eternals movie to next November, but the Shane Chi movie is staying where it is. Oh. Next year, like in like June or something. So it's like, what what are they doing here? I just I I, I, I love got... it because it's like clearly nobody knows what the fuck they're doing, and then <laughs> yeah. people make a call. It's like, especially like in marketing and all these like big like, we have to make it. We are in places where we have to make a decision, right? Yes. And so we make that decision, and then like 
oftentimes it's fine, but sometimes, but sometimes just to see it regularly be like, oh fuck, shit, that didn't work out. Fuck, I don't know, November. Ah, oh, god damn it, I don't know, June. If anything, like the Fast and Furious people came out coming out as the smartest big brain motherfuckers, Weird. like a year, just a year, yeah. just, just fuck it, and then it was a good call. That's what uh, Spiral did too. No, oh, okay, yeah. I was so, devastated. Yeah, that was <laughs> as cool. long as the Batman's not delayed anymore, I'm fine. I mean, as they're not filming it right now. I don't think <laughs> they are. They are filming it. They're today. back. They're All right. Back. As long as they took like a two week break just as... to make sure our past all right, Robert. Destroyed get back. As long as Death on the Nile comes out, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Oh, has that been? Has that been in I, It was supposed to come out in this October, year, right. and I think it got delayed to November. And I'm not holding out yeah, much no hope. Way. I think, or actually, I think it got delayed till December. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, that's a podcast. Ryan, if people want to see your opinions on Borat, probably. Oh, hell yeah. Go to letterbox.com slash film piece, and I will make a review based on any movie you want me to. Gothica. Ever. I haven't seen it. Me either. Phantom of the Opera. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> Carrie, where can people find you? You can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. I'm going to kick off. I'm doing another round of trying to watch a bunch of new horror movies Oh, in yeah. October. There is some stuff on Shudder coming out soon that I've heard. I have cool. a couple Shudder movies on there. And, I was uh, thinking of making a similar list to what you made, but then... Get this, I didn't. Nice. Whoa. We're going to see if I do better this year. Last year, I watched like 10 of them and then watched a few of them for the rest of the year. Like, Possession was on my list last year and I didn't end up watching it until earlier this year. But we'll see. Mm-mm-mm. We'll see. You can find me at jcruzalvarez26. Uh, I think I'm both things on... I haven't been on Letterboxd in a minute. Anyways... Uh, that's a podcast. We'll probably see you in another two months. Who knows what the state of the world will be or if our president will be alive. Uh, <laughs> who could say? Let's find out Thoughts together. And prayers. prayers. Yes. <laughs> uh, see you then. Bye-bye.